Welcome to Free and Figuring It Out, the podcast all about being authentically single in your 30s, hosted by Sherelle Griffith and Verity Brown. Hello, 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 and welcome to this episode of the podcast. Today, we wanted to talk about intuition and instinct and how we use it as women in both our personal lives and our professional lives. And just that journey of where it came from and how it's maybe been a bit suppressed and why it's so important that we kind of tap into it again. So obviously I'm the slightly more woo-woo one of the two of us, slightly, a lot more woo-woo than the two of us. But when um, I, suggested Sherelle that we talked about this subject you know I did think about the the kind of the way that you lead and live your life and in terms of your you know rituals and your goal setting and and all of that and I do think that you employ it maybe more than you realize because of all of that you know even though you are a very logical type a sort of woman um and so I thought it might be interesting for us to have a little conversation around uh, the subject um, because we're so different and I also still think it's a very viable conversation because I would say like I'm not as tapped into my intuition as I probably believe I should be for example Mm. and I think it's something that a lot of I'm sure there's a lot of women that don't necessarily like listen to their intuition all the time or they don't trust their intuition so I still think it's a really valuable discussion to have because I think it's something that as a lots of people that don't and I do think it's really valuable and I'm, I'm quite jealous of people that I think really are like because you have to spend a lot of time I think to really like start listening to it and understanding it and like hearing it properly and it's just something that I haven't definitely dig deep enough into. Yeah well I think so so my like story with it is um, as women we all have intuition and instinct well, the one thing that we have the guys don't is just the way that we're we are it's you know it's, it's not saying that they're not good at it they just we just naturally have that as women mm. um and then when I was in that 10-year relationship I just and not this sounds quite aggressive I was gonna say but I had it kind of knocked out of me as in I it was just seen as fluffy and pathetic and a very female thing to do and um, I started to choose decisions that were more logical and rational because it made me feel smarter as a woman and um, more like uh, an all-rounder and okay. a better woman, I suppose. Like that's, I suppose, how the men in my life made me feel at that time. That. I needed to make decisions with my brain, my mind, my rationality rather than anything else. So that's what I did. And it was only when I walked away from that relationship that I started to kind of get a bit more spiritual and started to think about my life a bit more, exactly what I wanted and everything. But I kind of had to employ intuition and instinct because I had to make some really big life decisions that were maybe a little bit risky and a little bit challenging and different. And 
there's only so far that your brain and mind can go when supporting with decisions like that um because then the ego gets in the way and then you just get a bit lost as to what the right thing to do is so that's when i just started practicing and it's kind of like a muscle you know like you said it does take a lot of practice like maybe i've been practicing for like three years now every day um and it can come in lots of different forms um i think the easiest way to describe it is kind of gut feeling yeah. And I think we can all have that, even like, I don't know if you've read Sherelle, but loads of like CEOs of companies have talked about good feeling. I don't know. Yeah. No, and that, that's why I think, I can't think, I was reading something recently that was saying like how about listening to your gut and like how we have those feelings. And that's where I had been thinking, oh, I definitely just don't listen. Like, I think I just ignore it. Or it has to really be like knocking me out dead <laughs> for me to be like, you should listen, Sherelle. Stop writing your pros and cons list. Yeah, yeah, but no, I, I get that because you are, it's just the way that your mind works and it, it's a, a beautiful, smart mind and it, it works in the way it does. And I think, you know, you just, it's just a case of tapping into that more softer side, that more feminine energy. And I, this is, this is the other reason why it's so important to talk about this is because also, um, as you know, millennial, millennial women, quote unquote, growing up, um, we have been told to employ our more masculine right brain side more because that's how we get to where we need to be in terms of ambition. So we've been blessed that it's been easier as women in the workplace to accelerate. However, we've kind of had to get there through employing the masculine side of us. Um, and it's only really recently that I think the feminine elements have been really applauded. Um, and just one thing that comes to mind is um, obviously we're in the well I'm not in the UK but I'm in touch with UK stuff and when Therese May stepped down from the PM and she basically broke down at the end and there was so many journalists that wrote about why didn't she do that before why is she hidden that side of her and part of me is like, yeah, why did she do it? I'm so annoyed that she didn't embrace that feminine energy. And then the other part of me is like, I totally get why she didn't do it because it is full of white, middle-aged, middle-class men, you know, who would have just been middle like... Middle-aged? They're old, mate. They're old. Yeah. All right. I'm being nicer. But who would have just been like, oh, pathetic woman, crying, get your emotions yeah. in check and run the country. Yeah. Whereas then you look at um, like the New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinta, is it Jacinta? Forgive me. Um, but she, you know, kind of, she she had a baby while she was in power. Then she breastfed at like a, a major meeting and, you know, she totally went the other side and she went like raw feminine energy, like this is who I am. This is who my country wants. And I, and then on the other hand, the guys have been kind of stepping down the masculinity and becoming softer mm. and that's a whole different thing but you know it, I just I think we are in a world now where we can employ it more but even like Warren Buffett you will read quotes where he talks about making a deal and his instinct and gut is just like mm, no don't like this and he, he walks away even if all the figures point to a great investment and so I think it is just really important to start kind of 
tapping into that. And I think the first thing is, is to not see it as a weakness and to not see it as this pathetic womanly thing that, you know, only women like who are holistic and in touch with nature do because, you know, spirit sends the message and all that jazz. Like, yeah, you can go to that extreme, but I just think like emotional intelligence has become a lot more important in business. And that to me is very in line with intuition and instinct um, and the way people choose teams and make decisions in careers is very, very important. So I don't know, Shabelle, like how, like how do you make decisions at the minute? Are you very, very logic based or can you think of times yeah, that you I have? I think, I mean, I think, where I would say possibly about intuition is around people as an mm. area. Like I think, you know, how people think it's crazy that I only met you twice. Like I met you once and I started a podcast, but I was like, I think, you know, that's probably one of those areas where I feel like quickly, not all the time and definitely obviously made bad mistakes, but I think that's somewhere where in like, cause it's more of a personal setting. I can, I suppose my, my intuition kicks in and I can be like, Oh, this is someone I would, you know, like, I think quite often I go to events and you quickly are like, oh, this is someone that's a good person. This is someone I'm going to get along with. This is someone that's going to be like, we're going to have a valuable relationship of of whatever description out of this situation. I think when it comes to things like professionally, I definitely am just just much more like rational and logical. And even some like quite big life decisions, like, yeah, I'm really bad at writing a good old pros and cons list and I do weigh everything up. I think it's also because it's to do with like my tolerance to risk. Um, I think it's part of the reason why I really like to really look at things. And I think it's because I just like to have been like, I've made, I want to feel as if I made the best decision. And so like, I think I was saying in the, the last podcast about how all of us try to make the best decision at that moment in time when we make it. And you know, hindsight, may, you might think, oh, that wasn't the best choice. But you, f- I always think, but we all try to choose in the, at that moment in time the best thing. And so I think one of the reasons why I'm more likely to go with my more like rational brain is because then I can, if it doesn't work out in the future, I can at least see the logic behind why I went for it. Does that make sense? Mm. So Yeah. But in... So this this is me going more woo-woo, but you see, my thinking around that is you're maybe preempting it going wrong. Yeah. Trying trying to justify it before it has gone wrong. Do you know what <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, and there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, like, it's that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, sometimes it goes right. Don't get me wrong. Not every decision yeah. I've made is good. But I think it's just that thing of, I think I always want to just feel, I suppose that I've, yeah I've I've always been a big thinker I'm an overthinker like by far I just overthink everything my poor little brain always overthinking everything Uh, I know I do I do it's always running it's running 24 step like to my brain it's just and I've I've been like it for a very long time like I just think I was one of those you know I can remember being a teenager I think and just spending a lot of time thinking um and you know I don't think I've really got any sort of connection to sort of like more spiritual stuff until like a few years ago and so to think that that was a useful like a useful thing in terms of being really in touch with myself and knowing like knowing to when to go for things um so yeah I just I don't mind I don't like I don't feel like oh I don't resent it that I'm a really logical person but I do think there is power in 
just being able to uh tap into your intuition so when you as you said like you lost it for a bit you know like you did you went for a phase where you didn't necessarily use it as regularly and then now you've been turning that around what have you done to turn that around well I think the first thing for me was I just had this like little thing come one day that gut feeling is basically the way that I saw it was your brain processing every life event you've ever had and on that basis making a decision yeah for that thing and I, I mean I think the human body is uh, incredible the way it works I don't think I'll ever be able to fully understand how that would work but in that millisecond your brain so powerfully can do that and that to me is it's got feeling since like that point and then working on that and just trusting I think I think the other thing was though because I was at quite a low point in life like after the breakup and, and the year that I'd had my brain wasn't working properly okay. so I didn't really have the rationality to rely on anymore because I I do like to think of myself as a rational woman but I do have a very heavy spiritual side as well but I used to in my head I'm thinking who wants to class themselves as an irrational woman (laughs) no but you know like I'm quite (laughs) logical I'm totally irrational um but yeah I don't my brain just didn't have power at that point to make decisions so I think I had to like like I defaulted to my instinct Mm. um and then since then I've read a lot about it and understood like it a bit more and it's a lot of it is energy so it's a lot to do with energy everything's energy and it's employing that and I know what you mean with people like I am especially good with people that I don't get good vibes off okay and I kind of step away from I'm like oh no 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 even if they sound great on paper or you know they're very charming there's something in my body that's like step away so I get people things I think that's a really good place to start though yeah because it's a much more tangible and alive and probably less risk you know and so I do I don't know about less risk the people you surround yourself are the most important things in your life Verity no I know but I'm saying like <laughs> or random me you know just like yeah. Don't know a bus stop meeting like is he gonna mug me is he gonna like give me a seat on the bus like you know use your gut instinct there like which one okay yeah yeah that makes sense yeah and I suppose in that sense we are always making quick fight flight because we're always having to make you know when we're out and about we're always having to our instinct will tell us you know should we walk down this road or not and yeah you know so I do think there's a degree but I suppose it's building that up and as you said when you spoke about bigger life decisions and it's like yes there's a a set of decisions we probably all make on intuition and instinct because they're low level decisions and that's just the way it is but I suppose it's then starting to build up in terms of more um like more high value decisions do you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. that having a bit more of an impact on you um in terms of like your life yeah I'm trying to think if there's been ever a moment where where like about my lo- logic flat? about my like flat was that a logical decision or did you kind of walk in and have that feeling that this is no it was uh, a logical decision <laughs> oh my gosh you're like the one person in the entire world there's like 
It is wasn't like built. It wasn't built. It was, a, it was a brand, <laughs> no, it had oh, okay. a new build. So I didn't get to walk okay. in. And actually, that's quite okay. an interesting thing, though. This thing about the thing about property and like, mm. because I know friends that have had to buy properties where, like, because you live in London, you go in and there's like six couples and they're all doing it open. And it's like basically whoever puts the money down first gets it. And I was saying, like, I spend longer than that walking around a flat that like I used to rent do you know what I mean like I'm like no I want to check this out like if I'm going to live on it but it's funny one of the flats that I did move into once and I remember like it had like these little it had hooks behind the doors and it had a lilac bedroom and that's what sold it to me like that was the reason why I decided above all <laughs> everything else I saw yeah but but this is but it's important we have these things and it sounds silly but I always remember my boss at my first job like I did this presentation she said your presentation was great and stuff but she said you know what I'm going to be really honest the thing that sold at me was she came with this beautiful pink coat and I thought yeah we're going to get along <laughs> and I was like that's crazy but you know like if you think about it the fact that I could do the work was obviously very important but the fact that the woman she was going to sit next to for eight hours a day yeah. was super important like you know you want to work with people that you get on with so I think um I think you know choosing a flat for a lilac bedroom is fine and the the apartment that I'm in now in India like everyone's told me since they were very worried about me because five days before flying to India I didn't have anywhere to live and I was like it'll be fine and I found this place and as soon as I saw it I was like I have to have it I have to live there didn't know anything about the area or anything booked it and it literally is like the most amazing place in the most amazing garden with the most incredible landlady in the most up-and-coming area where all the like hip entrepreneurial Indians go with loads of cafes and free wi-fi and I mean I couldn't have planned that I could not have logically or rationally figured that out it had to be instinct and I think the tricky bit is, if anyone's listening, thinking, how do I use it? It's a hard thing to kind of teach or explain. Mm. It's just a case. The, the best way that I can describe it is dropping out of your head and like a bit more into your body. So when you're making a decision, rather than doing that strategical, statistical analysis, do that if you want, but then just drop into your body and double check and just think, they uh, I think I read something once I think it was from a Jack Canfield had wrote mm. about it that was saying about you should like say like what you want to do and see if your body leans forward or back mm. and try and like sense what you're like really try and pay attention to your body to see if it's physically like leaning in or leaning yeah I'm sure it was like leaning in or leaning back um and just like that thing about how does your body react like how does your like like you're saying like it's me- like so many people say about gut instincts because it's it's really coming from within you so it is that idea of can how can you like just switch off your brain in a sense and be able to like listen to your body yeah but the gut instinct is actually scientific that they say that your gut is your second brain yeah. and you have the vagus nerve which is super important and i'm not going to say anymore because i'm not an expert in that field but um it is like it's not just like the fluffy oh you've got a feeling in your gut it's actually like a scientific basis behind it and it's like energy like you know that my kind of brain crushes Einstein 
And I love the fact that <laughs> he was like, he is one of the most celebrated scientists of all time. But actually, if you look at his work, there is so much spirituality in there. So much kind of woo-woo fluff. And you just think, that to me is enough evidence. <laughs> if one of the greatest thinkers of our time can, you know, be a scientist, but then have this view of the world in terms of energy and vibration. And I mean, that kind of says it all for me that, you know, we need to start employing both that rational, logical side, but also the kind of heart-led, you know, gut instinct side that, that we all have. Um, have, you, have you ever had a time where you've, like, you you had logically made a decision about something, but then your gut was like, nah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I have, but I think it's it's more the other way around. Okay. It's more that I, my gut makes the decision and my head's like, woman, what are you okay. doing? Yeah. Stop, don't, don't take that risk. No, 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 that's, this is going to be a big thing. And my gut's like, shut up, just let her do it. This is the path. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example of when I've logically made. Yeah, I mean, I think I've made decisions around money and security in the past that my head is like, you need to do this because it's the right thing to do. Otherwise, you're going to be in a bit of, trouble and my heart is like this is so not you and it's not going to make you happy and but I've had to override it because of money basically I think I think that's that's the best way I can describe it I've had to make decisions in life that have been ruled by money and security that that my heart hasn't agreed with and and I know I knew 100% I wasn't in my flow all of that, but then you can't always be in your flow. You can't, not everything can always go well. And I had to do those things to really then appreciate when I was in my flow, because those mm. things were really horrible because they were so resistant against what I was and what I believed in. And But then I had to practice gratitude that they paid bills and they meant that I was safe and had a roof over my head. And then that means I appreciate now so much more when I am in my flow because I've been through those head decisions that weren't right for me. So I think that's probably my best way of explaining describing it. And do you think there's a difference between intuition and instinct? I mean, I think it's all under the same okay. umbrella. Um, I personally would say they're, they're one of the same thing. Same thing yeah. um, Instinct maybe feels like a bit more of a faster, like, bam, like, you know, whereas intuition maybe is... Like, we say first instincts, no. Yeah, and that like, intuition maybe is a bit more of a slow burner, like, uh, you know, it kind of comes to you a bit slower, and so that's maybe the only difference I personally would say, but um, I do think they fall under the same umbrella. But, I mean, I always say a nice way of practising it is just start like now like with your lunch or with your walk home or whatever you want to or with the film you're going to watch like just start trying to use it with things like that and then just see if something happens like 
on your walk home do you trust your intuition and then do you walk past a shop that sells something that you've been looking for for six months or Mm. you know does the film that you decide to watch because of your intuition then have a quote in it that really resonates with you and something that you put on your Instagram story or you know it's 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 kind of like just having that will to tap into it and I think this is it if you're resistant to it then don't bother because it's not going to work like you have to be open-minded to it it's a two-way thing intuition is going to come to you if you're like "Mm, I don't really believe you but we'll give it a go like you have to kind of say okay for the next 24 hours intuition guide me like I'm all yours and then I'll go back to my rational self if I think you're a load of rubbish but you have to be it's a two-way energy so you can't be resistant otherwise it's not going to come to you and then it's not going to work. And then you're going to be like, oh, that intuition thing doesn't work. And you're back to square one. So, but yeah, I think as women, it's super important that we just start to use it a bit more and it isn't weak and it isn't fluffy and it isn't pathetic. And um, I just think we need to like find that part of ourselves again and own it really. Just, just own it. It's one of the gifts we have as women on this earth. And, um, it may take years to develop. Like I'm nowhere near developing it properly and I've been doing it for like three years. So it's, um, it's quite like a beautiful path though to go on. Um, and I think we mentioned in a podcast recently, you know, it's about knowing yourself. That kind of heightens your intuition, you know, when you know yourself a bit better. Um, and it's about the consciousness, the conscious working together and subconscious is like crazy powerful, more powerful most of us understand so yeah I would totally like go for it and give it a go and try and are you gonna try (laughs) I will try I will try and I'd like to also I suppose some other people's stories of you know have you ever because I think possibly like if I'm thinking about it I feel like there's probably more times where people have ignored it and then later Mm. realized they've ignored it and it went wrong do you know what I mean like Mm. I think that's what I think when I think of people being like oh my gut instincts like they were like I knew at the time I shouldn't have done it but I still did it and yeah, that's because yeah, you yeah. ignored your intuition and you went with your logic brain so I would love to hear if anyone's got any stories of whether they didn't listen and later on in life they were like oh should have listened in life or whether you know maybe you're like Verity and you've turned it around and you know it wasn't something you were very in tune with and now you're like yes I'm an intuition pro like either way wherever you sit on the scale it would be really nice to hear from you hear your stories about yeah how you've developed it if you've got any other top tips to help people start giving it their own go then we can share them and so just like yep send us in an email send us a dm on free and figuring it out because I would really love to hear Hopefully there's more women than more women like Verity than me in this one that are really tuning into their gut instincts and their in- intuition. So we can't wait to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Free and Figuring It Out. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next installment. And if you want to be a superstar, please leave us a review. Or you can get in touch with us. Drop us an email at freeandfiguringitout at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time.